0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can tune into our live stream every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific right here on Spotify? That's right. You can listen to our show live every week. But Corinne, you have to tell them the best part. Uh, How could I forget? Want to join the discussion, chat around the campfire, or share your own ghoulish and ghostly story? All you have to do is download the Spotify Live app by following the link in our episode
1: description. Nothing to be scared about. Maybe. You can sign up for free or use your Spotify login to join. Then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, you can listen to Campfire Stories live on Spotify
0: every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, or join us to share your story on the Spotify Live app available now at the App Store. You bring the stories and we will bring you the campfire.
1: Everyone, happy Tuesday on this wonderful, spooky fall day. I'm going to bring Corinne up here. This is Campfire Stories. We freaking love talking about ghosts. And so this is the opportunity for people to come up on stage and share their own ghost stories live with all of us.
0: Hi. Hi. Sorry. Just, you know, technical issues. Everybody wanted you on stage (sighs) for a little extra
1: no <laughs> time. I, it gives me so much anxiety I hate being up there by myself I know I feel like it's like a one-man show and I'm supposed to do like magic or something and I'm just like ah it's you know what it is it's those nightmares where you are back in school for some unforced like no reason yes. and you are called upon to do a presentation that you didn't realize you had to do so you come unprepared it's those nightmares this is so evil, but
0: when my grandpa was in the ICU a couple of weeks ago, all of us were talking about when he wakes up, what we were going to tell him. And my grandma was like, oh, I'm going to tell him uh-huh. that he's been asleep for like months, that it's like Christmas is tomorrow. Oh. But me and my uncle were both saying we should, we were like, oh, when he wakes up, we'll be like, the test, the test is tomorrow. You're late for the test. Because those are the worst anxiety dreams. Like you still have yeah, the, the worst. presentation. Did you? What did you end up telling him? We're glad you're awake and alive.
1: Welcome back. <laughs> you chose the more loving, <laughs> kind route, yeah, which I'm, we've I been think nice. is good. Yeah. You were nice. Um, Okay, so this week, there's no theme, so we're just going to bring people up on stage to tell their stories. As always, please come share your ghost stories. Try to find a quiet place to tell your story just so that we can all hear you and that the recording is great and we can replay it successfully on our two girls, my ghost feed once we publish this and also, you know, tell your story Mm -hmm. as you need to tell it. But if you can try to keep it concise to five ish minutes, just so we can bring as many people onto stage as possible tonight, that would be great. And then also we have something really exciting for next week. It's technically our Halloween Mm -hmm. episode. We are having a special guest. And she's actually one of our listeners who we admire greatly and have been buying artwork and tarot cards from for a long time. It is Claire Goodchild, the owner of Black and the Moon, and also author of a new book, The Book of Seances. I mean, Claire's just so cool. And she reads tarot cards, so she's going to come up here, talk about her book, and do tarot readings for our listeners. So... Right, what better way? Like when the veil is getting thinner, mm-hmm. we now have the opportunity
0: for everybody to have their tarot read from an expert.
1: Yes, and you know, of course, Corinne and I are gonna get in on that because why not? Get we love reading, read <laughs> and then we'll have you guys get readings as well, and it will be just a Halloween hoot nanny, as we call it. Hoot nanny. Oh yeah. Okay, so um, so I'm gonna start with Phoenix. Okay, lovely. Okay, I'm actually dying right now. <laughs> so Hi. Long. And Okay,
2: I'm 27 and I'm fangirling like a 13-year-old right oh, <laughs> now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys- We're excited to have you. You might work. This is nuts. Um, I've been trying to tell this story for a little bit, but this actually happened at the last house I just moved out of. And-
1: okay, I'm glad you moved out then.
2: Or maybe, well, hopefully. It wasn't a bad spirit or anything. Okay. So- it was crazy i just kept seeing like you know when you see things like the corner of your eyes and it was like but it wasn't yeah. from, it, was like, it was like the top hat and i got freaked out because like i was here with the shadow man and i'm like but the one day i seen this guy in my backyard like full i can't make this shit up excuse my language i like looking out the window i seen this guy full hat full suit everything and i'm like are you lost like are you like a reenactment. Like I was just so confused. <laughs> and I went to go out in the backyard and there was nobody there. And I kid you not, about a week later, my roommate seen the same thing. He's like, there was a guy walking around here. He had this weird top hat. Like he kind of looked like Abe Lincoln. And I'm like, no way. I'm like, you seen him too? And I'm like, okay, maybe he's just like, I don't know, an elder or something. He's lost. And we had the house for sale and we were literally about to close on it. And we had somebody show up at the door. And it was like another younger girl and her mother, she came and she goes, oh, like the mother said that it was her grandfather that lived there and they were going through like a history project at school and they came with a bunch of photos. And I kid you not, the man that I seen in my backyard was in those photos, (sighs) same outfit, and there's oh my gosh I I couldn't believe it and I literally called my roommate over and I'm like yo I'm like please tell me this is what you've seen he's like that was the guy he's like yeah where is he how is he doing and I'm like no no no, no, you don't get this I'm like they're doing a project this
1: guy was like 150 years old wait so did you learn this man's story Um, yeah
2: so he was just a family member that owned the house and this house was passed down for like generations until somebody I guess claimed bankruptcy and like lost it
1: so oh that's sad yeah so so now, in the afterlife, he's just like staying around it because he probably has so much of a connection to it,
2: yeah, and it's like every time we're doing like renovations, it was like things would go wrong, okay, but wait mm. do you do you have the photo? I do it's all like, <gasps> I will actually email it to you guys it is the crazy thing because I took a picture of the photo I was like I asked them I'm like, please, and I told them, and they were kind of like creeped out too, oh my God
0: oh i cannot wait to see this yeah i mean i feel i'm sorry that you had to
1: experience
2: that because that's he didn't mean like anything wrong it was just like i almost felt like he was lost
1: yeah and it's also i mean this is one of those incredible stories where you have an answer to who it was which i feel like rarely happens when it comes to ghost stories so in that regard i'm just like super excited about it I still, that's like the one,
2: like I have a bunch of stories, but like, that's the one that still blows my mind. Yeah. Like I really need to share that because having the family show up with like pictures, I'm like,
1: right. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That's also interesting that they showed up because I feel like if you're doing a family project about your ancestors, you you usually do that from home or, you you know, you're not, you're not really going out in the field. (laughs) And if you are, it's to the library or like the records, the registrar.
2: Yeah, and the fact that we were closing on the house that day. Yeah, that's wild. i actually witnessed it. Like, if it was, like, the new owners, they would have been like, okay, and...
1: Right. Well, this is amazing. Phoenix, please send us that photo.
2: But one more quick one. Yes. Yes. So, Barry was literally babysitting my nephew, like, a few weeks ago. And so, this was the new house. It was just me in the bed. And the baby is what, seven months. Definitely not walking, barely moving on his dog. And all of a sudden I felt something like land on my face. Like we're laying about his pitch black room and something landed on my face. Like it was like, it felt like a cloth. And I was like, what? I was like, almost like the baby, like maybe moved and like moved one of his spit up cloths or something. And I put it off my, my pulled on my face. I turned like my phone light on. I looked at it. It was one of my socks and that sock I was going to wear that day, but it was like a really long, like work sock. And I ended up wearing like shorter shoes. So I got like tennis socks instead. But I remember putting this on the other side of my room. I don't know how the one, the other match is still on the other side of my room. And that was just landed on my face.
1: That's so weird. Ew. <laughs> I, I just, and there's
2: like, I'm the only one at home besides a seven month old baby. Like,
1: Yeah, that just doesn't happen.
2: But yeah. So like I said, I have tons of stories and I will guys end with that picture. But <laughs> I am so dumbfounded right now. I can't believe I have crazy
1: stories. <laughs> well these are great stories we're so glad that you shared them with us it sounds like you also are just in tune in that that's why things like this happen to you and hopefully they
2: oh i always yeah
1: hopefully they all are are on this level or not negative so you'll have to email us and share them with us
2: yeah for sure
1: thank you so much phoenix
2: oh thank you girls you guys are have a good night night. we'll be looking forward to hearing the rest of this at (laughs) work
1: yay (laughs) bye
0: Bye. Okay. We have a couple more people from last week. So we attempted to grab who who had some technical issues two weeks ago, but from last week, we also
1: had Davey and Brianna. Okay. I see Brianna on here. Davey, if you still want to come up and share your alien story, because I absolutely want to hear it um, request to speak until then, I will bring up Brianna and we'll start there. Great. See, we remember we make notes
3: can you guys hear me now okay now we're on
0: okay yes
3: okay i tried to turn my bluetooth off and i turned off data (laughs) oopsie (laughs) daisy uh so i had the bigfoot story yes so uh i talked to you guys a couple months ago when i was living in south carolina and i recently moved back to oregon kind of in the middle of the woods with my family back to bigfoot country yes and uh, I've you guys have read one of my stories on the podcast before about my dad uh, encountering Bigfoot in the middle of his like hunting grounds a couple hundred miles away from us. but uh, yeah, well over the last couple of months um, we've been hearing weird noises in the backyard and it sounds like like a monkey got loose like it, like a really loud monkey and it, it was the weirdest thing. And of course my dad being a bigfoot enthusiast, that was his automatic assumption that it was Bigfoot uh so he started walking the trails where he thought the noises were coming from uh my nephew also like crazy about Bigfoot so he went with him uh and they used to like place logs in the middle of the trail uh to try to uh like see if something would move them um nobody else walks up there it's it's on our property
0: uh I was fully thinking they were trying to like booby trap like trip
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I think that was that was part of the plan but uh i my my dad is under the assumption that he's a little smarter than that uh, so one of the the logs they placed was they they placed it like high up um like i like seven feet up in this tree and they like across two trees you know they they place this big uh, stick thing across two trees and when they went back the next day to investigate, something had squashed a squirrel, like, flat. Like, squashed it flat where it's like blood. It was it was horrifying. Uh, sorry, two squirrels, and they had put it on either side of the stick that they'd hung in the tree. And... Oh my gosh! Poor squirrel. Yeah, that, that, my dad is like, that's not something a, a person would do, especially not in the that, like on our property. Why would somebody? And that's not how a squirrel falls from a tree, you know, perfectly placed on the beginning of the stick on either side of a, a tree. uh So Artie Artie thought that's that was so weird, horrifying, right? Uh, and he like took that as kind of a warning, like like stay stay out of here. But of course he didn't because he wanted to to catch more Bigfoot stuff uh so
0: (laughs) they went her and your brother to just be like oh there's these horrifying noises that we can't identify let's just with our little tiny flesh and bone bodies just venture (laughs) off into this dangerous neck of the woods
3: my god oh yeah yeah it's it's amazing i i would have never no thank you uh especially after the the squish squirrels but they they went back the next day and they found more like gigantic footprints i think i sent you guys the cast of a picture of the cast he took of the one he found like way far away from our house um but there was more like right near where they had done all this log stuff so uh they they kept going back until one night uh, and they don't go there anymore uh, something knocked a tree down, like a whole ass tree knocked a tree down two feet from where they were standing almost right on top of them oh Holy my gosh crap. they started hearing that um, like monkey like noise again and uh, then it started like it sounded like something was imitating an owl but it was like this thing had never heard an owl before, had only heard the sound described to them oh and uh then went into like screaming like a a horrific blood-curdling scream over and over again and it was like surrounding them circling
4: them
1: it's so interesting because as you're telling this story there is a lot of interesting sounds behind you and i think it's just from driving but it almost does sound like a like a animal growling in the background (laughs) (laughs)
3: Yeah, I'm going over the fridge right now. The the rumbling is that, but that, yeah, nope, I've got Bigfoot in my Uh, (laughs)
0: backseat. Did your dad or brother or anyone in your family, have they ever watched the, like, 411, those audio clips and... Or like any other audio clips of what people suspect Bigfoot to sound like? And did that sound at all like what they were
3: experiencing? The ads on TV, there's a Bigfoot festival in Oregon every year. There are actually two of them. They go every every year to both of them.
1: Oh, I love this. They are like, the, just they're Bigfoot hunters. I want to come. <laughs> Can they <laughs> Uh So I this this all happens. With the,
3: with the image of Bigfoot in your backseat right <laughs> uh but that this all happened like 2 months ago and then uh, like after they they hightailed it out of there and we're like we're not going up there anymore those sounds from up in the woods had, had stopped completely until about a week uh, uh just about a week ago uh, right before i was supposed to be on last week uh on saturday night those fucking noises were back all around me when I was in my backyard alone at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. Nope. They're so it, <laughs> close to your house. This is disturbing. It, yes. Uh, we are are not super thrilled, that whatever this is, and I, when they told me this whole story before my nephew said that night that it was, like, surrounding me, he said, uh, sorry, I'm getting a million text messages. Um, he, uh, when they hightailed it out of there my my nephew swears to god he saw something that was walking on two legs too big to be a bear uh running past them while they were trying to get out of the woods oh my
0: god oh my gosh oh, no. i would perish right there i think of excitement of fear i don't i can't even imagine also brianna i'm
3: a little bit of both
0: <laughs> a little bit of both okay wait i looked up the photos that you sent us in our email there are so many pictures that your dad has captured of Bigfoot prints, and they're all kind of varying sizes, too. Like, there's yeah. clearly a family or or multiple Bigfoots out there.
3: That is that is his assumption, that our, our backyard and his hunting grounds are like Bigfoot breeding grounds. <laughs> Holy crap. Which <sighs> I, I love, just popular okay, in the world with more Bigfoot. Like,
1: oh. Corinne and I need to come have a slumber party and we, yeah
3: also
0: fine okay paper. your dad is a hunter does he have any trail cams or any uh, have he ever he, captured anything
3: he doesn't which is the most surprising thing in the world um he he has two out at his like normal hunting grounds um like 40 miles 50 miles away from us um but we are like so our our backyard is the woods um but in front of us is a little neighborhood so we're too close to the city limits to actually hunt on our property mm. uh so he puts trail cams up where he goes hunting and he because it's about to be hunting season does not want to move them even after me insisting that he move them to our backyard so we can try to catch
0: them <laughs> yes okay in fact just buy one more just one I need something in your backyard or like along the tree line pointed at where those noises are coming from.
3: Right. If he doesn't, I will.
0: (laughs) Please, please. We beg of you or
3: I beg of you.
0: (laughs) This seems like it's happening so frequently. And I mean, I just think that you're about to capture the world's best footage (laughs) of Bigfoot. And so I'm really excited.
1: We are all here
0: for
3: it. Oh, you. I hope so. At one of those uh, Bigfoot festivals, we got to meet the guy that took the original picture of Bigfoot. That picture everybody knows. Yes. Uh, and and I I need to be able to go back to the next one and and show him my picture of Bigfoot. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. It will keep us updated. I mean, it sounds like we this are is happening live. Yeah. So. <laughs> If you're in Discord, you should post these photos that you sent us to of, yeah. of the Bigfoot imprint.
3: Oh my God. Yeah, I totally need to do that. I keep meaning to join Discord and I Everyone don't even have them. On my phone. To see them. Yes. Yeah. They're incredible. Wow. Oh my
1: God. Okay.
0: Oh my gosh. I can't wait.
1: Hunters. I'm fangirling. <laughs> this is going to be, uh, I, I have a feeling there's going to be a massive sighting and you and your family are going to find evidence. Yeah.
3: So much of it. So I, I might have. More. So my dad is actually on his annual hunting trip right now uh, to the hunting ground, two or three hundred miles away from us, where he caught the original pictures that I sent you guys. So maybe when he comes back, he'll have more stories.
1: I can't wait to. I hope. I mean, I hope he's safe, but I also hope there's more evidence.
3: Yes, me too. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'll let somebody else hop on. Thank you guys Thank so much. You. It's a pleasure Thank as always. You. Wait, real quick. What is your cat's name? Oh, that is The Void, or Prince V for short. <laughs> <laughs> Prince V. I love, I love, Whoa. oh my gosh, so sweet. That's or King V, or Baby V, or whatever we decide to call him yeah. that day. He, oh, like all caps, has a million names. <laughs>
1: yes. Well, give him a little snuggle from me.
3: Oh, absolutely. I'm on my way home to do that right now.
1: Oh, great. All right. For a snuggle from me.
0: Okay. Yes. Oh, safely. All Get right. them safe. Bye. Bye. All right. Thank you guys. Okay, this is making me spiral into all of my Bigfoot thoughts again. But remember how there was all that stuff coming out like within the past two years where people were like, Maybe Bigfoot is an interdimensional being and it's some sort of alien. Now mm-hmm. I feel like this is making me think even more so that this could be the case, given that the mimicking of an owl or the bird noises don't sound like, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to say what I think. I'm all over the place right now. I need to digest what I just heard. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say now, now I'm like, oh, they definitely are aliens because they didn't hear a real owl. They're just mimicking what was presented to them on another dimension or whatever. But Mm -hmm. then again, I'm like, okay, but the number of photos that Brianna sent us, and I'm sure these aren't even all of them and the number of experiences that they're having, like, the bigfoot are there actively like they, yeah. they hear the nature they know what's my, out there
1: my thing is like when i heard that i was thinking the the only thing we have to compare to what that sound was for brianna and her family is an owl but that mm. for bigfoot and big feet bigfoots they it's, bigfoot. it's a specific call like we don't know what it means but the way that we communicate with one another you know is probably foreign to bigfoot True. And they have a specific call. You know how, like, birds have like specific songs they sing when they're trying to mate? Like, oh, yeah. They might mean specific things.
0: Well, there's a whole thing going on on TikTok right now where there's a bird, I think, in, I don't know, it's some type of blackbird or whatever from the Nordic region of Europe. And the internet's going insane because they're like, oh my gosh, that bird is singing Barbie girl. But really, Barbie, like, I'm a Barbie girl. Mm hmm. Wait, I'm trying to whistle, but I can't. The <laughs> Like that is,
1: I guess, the call of the bird that inspired. Bird. Oh.
0: So everyone's like, what came first, the Barbie song or the bird? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is so funny. I'll have to watch it. Can you send me one when you, if you if it comes yeah, out? Yeah, I'll try. Okay. Or, oh, it'll definitely
0: come my way soon. Wow, I am struggling with words tonight. Okay, Sorry. well, then
1: let's stop talking. Let's bring up Great. Davey to talk for us. Um, okay, so Amazing. I'm going to bring up Davey. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Erica H. Hi, Davy. Hello. Hello. Okay, your Christmas photo with your dog is giving me the best. <laughs> and I know it's still not even Halloween, but now I'm getting excited.
4: I know. Oh, my goodness. I was worried about putting that as the picture because I was like, it's too early to have my Christmas photo. But it's the first picture I show anybody if it's anybody's so interested, cute. my dog.
0: Oh, <laughs> it kind of reminds love me of it. the stepbrother's photo. You know, with the uh, clothes, yes. <laughs> their sweaters.
4: That oh, is perfect. So oh, my perfect. goodness.
0: Okay, well, you raised right. some stories to us last week.
4: Yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Can I respond to Brianna's really quick, if you guys don't mind? Absolutely. Because yes. she said that kid saw a... Uh, a creature that was clearly not a bear because it was too big to be a bear. Too big, I would faint. I would be dead. I would just not exist <laughs> okay. anymore. Even
0: seeing a bear is scary enough. To see something even larger and and like a no, yeah, creature. Oh, bigger. How do you even <laughs> like, deal with that? Because I, if I saw that, I'd be like, well, I know that I can't outrun or outfight or out anything this creature. So I guess you just got to hope for the
3: best.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So my, um, my alien story, right? I got to take you guys back to um, 2007. Mm-hmm. Things that were happening around then. Freaking Britney Spears shaved her head. The iPhone came out. I was in the middle of the forest, seven miles away from literally anybody else because that's where I lived. Oh, my gosh. Um, I'm,
1: I was probably like wearing Ugg boots with
4: <laughs> <laughs> right? for
1: them jeans tucked in. Oh, yeah. I was
4: it was definitely a
1: joker I'd worn for three years. Yeah. Straight.
4: It was that time, wasn't it? I we were all that. still trying to live the 90s. I was in my room playing <laughs> Halo 3 had just come out. Just an alien <laughs> shooting game was what I was playing on this night. My sister was downstairs next to um like a panoramic um window that we have not panoramic but so large that you actually got a huge view of the catskill mountains up in upstate new york oh beautiful um and she always was playing piano. She was always, she's, she's the smarter one. Katie, if you're listening, I love you. She's the smarter one. We're <laughs> twins. And she was playing piano. And we had a view of our backyard. An important thing about our backyard, we lived on what was an old bluestone mine. Bluestone is a type of stone that's used to pave walkways. We're, we're told that a lot of the walkways in New York City, the stone actually came from the mine that we live on, that we did live on back in 2007. Um, and that stone is 370 million years old. For it to be blue stone, it needs to be at least that old. When you walk in our backyard, it's all exposed rock. And you can see riddled in the rock where old fossils of, um, of shells, just shells, not, not like fish or anything like that, but you could actually take off the rock in sheets. And you would actually sometimes find a full shell, like not That's even the fossil, like, like a snail shell, and you pick it up and it would turn into dust in your hand. Oh my Right. Gosh. So I was like, yeah, I would tell my parents, like, we need to get a paleontologist back here fast right. because they're going to find something incredible. Right. Well, apparently okay, we did. Quick.
1: So sorry. Yeah. Is there like a dog or like a dryer or washing machine
4: <laughs> my dog just finished his food and he is um <laughs> licking his dog bowl i will move to the other room
1: That's so cute like, <laughs> If someone He's in the chat was like it dinner. sounds like a woman is screaming in the background oh
4: no So that know is... you know
1: what pick things up let's get down <laughs> to the bu- like the mystery of what this background noise is <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, right, right. All right. I've used up I actually literally have a five minute timer going and I got two no, minutes oh left. Gosh. So take let's get it going. No, it's all good. Um we, so. everyone
1: is everyone in the chat is saying we love your energy and your story.
4: So <laughs> well thank you. Take your time. Um so Actually, that was all the setup I needed that night. I was playing an alien shooting game and my sister was playing piano and she just stops for a while. Right. And I'm just playing my game. I was like, okay, I don't care what my twin sister's doing. I'm playing my video game. But then she calls me. I'm like, what? I'm playing my game. What do you need? And she was like, you need to get down here. So, she, like, I'm not used to her being serious, so I started going down the stairs, and she's just staring out out of the out on the back view. And I go over, and she's not talking to me. I'm like, "What? Are you, what's going on?" And I look over, and suspended, completely still, like in a way that I can't even like process, is like it's a flying saucer. <gasps> Right, like not, it, it completely pitch black. It's not like it does, I can't even tell if it was spinning, right? Because it was not emitting any light aside from underneath it. The uh little spot in the backyard, the exposed rock, was practically emitting its own light and lighting up the um flying saucer itself, right? It was really strange, um, and I just saw something go underneath it and then practically just disappear on its own and it <laughs> rose up the roof and went straight over. I'm sorry, It rose up and it went right over our roof, like in our direction. Oh my oh. God. Right?
2: It was so close. You are watching you? It's also weird I,
4: I, you I, I almost I almost feel like it, it noticed our presence and it was like we gotta bug out
1: or see okay in my mind it almost like waited for you to join your sister and see it right
4: and so it so like, let's go yeah um I actually it was out it was actually kind of great that I couldn't be on last week because I was like oh no Um, I'm going to be on this thing. Now this thing, this is going to stress me out. I need to call my sister and get her side of the story. Right. Because like, I remember she, she knew more than I did. She, she was like talking about how she saw it in her peripheral vision and she actually saw it move to complete stop. Like it's still so eerie how still that was in the air, like in a, in a way that nothing else could be. Um, and she said that she saw the movement of it from her peripheral vision and then she looked over and she totally saw something like basketball size come out from underneath it oh that, that reminds me um, the size of the saucer was probably no more than like 15 feet like wide
0: okay, right so it was, mm-hmm. yeah it was some alien like a couple of aliens just taking out their personal <laughs>
4: Right, right. And one of them's like, "I know where these really sweet fossils are. Let's check yeah. it out."
0: Yeah, or like, hey, have you ever seen human twins? Let's go. Maybe <laughs> oh, was about you. <laughs>
4: yeah, I hope not. I really hope that they weren't interested in me. I, I'm not like you. I don't want to be abducted. <laughs> so
0: okay, wait. What was this? So your sister saw a a smaller ball exit below it.
4: She's okay. She said that you know how I said something kind of like came underneath it and then disappeared into it um she that's why I'm saying I think that she saw the same thing and she she just explained that she couldn't really see the details it was just that was basketball size
0: Hmm.
4: you know so like it was hard for her to see because this was actually really far away you know Um, we had, my parents had a lot of land in, in upstate New York, seven miles away from anybody. That's a good place to like find a house and have a lot of land, you know, uh, for the price of a regular place. So, um, we were, we were pretty far away. So for her to even see that come out from underneath, it was impressive in its own right.
0: Well, it makes me wonder what was the thing that came out. Underneath, how did it return right. to its little mothership? Like, were there aliens just taking a more permanent stay, examining the rock? And you guys are, you know, freaking out about what you just saw, not knowing that actually there are a few aliens just hanging out in your backyard. <laughs> oh my God. maybe the UFO was the I, end of it, but it wasn't.
4: I was really, as a kid, just like in those woods all the time. I never really noticed anything. That would really tip me off that that was the case. But that being said, aliens would be smarter, wouldn't they? So,
1: yeah, you never know.
4: N- never know.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, clearly there's something going on. Ooh, have you ever looked into ley lines? Do you think that your house is potentially near one? Because I know people have theorized that a lot of UFO and just generally a lot of like paranormal and otherworldly activity ends up lining up with ley lines quite often. There's like these huge clusters of activity. And so I wonder if maybe something with the rock or the energy of of where your house was, was sort of like, I don't know, an attraction to the aliens.
4: Interesting. No, this is actually the first time I ever heard anything like that. To be honest, I didn't even know ley lines was a thing. I had to look it up while you are talking about it. But I no, I don't that. really believe. So much
1: open Sorry? land that that could have just been like, you know, they felt safe there.
4: Right. Well, it's interesting because it was a heavily wooded area. And aside from that, we we're only the only place that had a fully exposed rock, no trees to really grow in that general spot, you know, so yeah. it is kind of, a sore thumb in the middle of the woods, like you come into a random clearing and it's all that exposed rock. So maybe it could have been interesting for them, and for Jenny that reason, that. I just I felt like maybe it was due to the fossils. Maybe they're checking those out.
1: Right. What if those fossils are theirs?
0: Well, okay. Jenny in the chat <laughs> said, "I love what Jenny said." She wrote, "Maybe they lost something in the rock millions of years ago, and they're just trying uh, to find it."
1: You so know, on a scavenger I scavenger hunt.
4: So um, one weird thing about those rock formations is there's huge air pockets in some of them. So bluestone is a type of sandstone, right? It just It's just stronger than sandstone. More, um, I don't really know the word, but it's been turned into rock for a longer period of time. And so it's a stronger form of sandstone. But oh, it even has, like, ancient water, like, trapped within that rock. But I wonder if some of those um, air pockets that were there, like, did they create them by taking something out?
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I I keep thinking back to when you first described this rock, too, and told us that it's used for driveways, which just blows my mind that we take something so beautiful and magical and we crumple it up and make a driveway.
4: <laughs> um Walkways. It's walkways. Oh, walkways. Okay. Yeah.
0: Still though. Still.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, it it is quite interesting. I don't think there there there's some areas that were back there that they had done some of this mining process. And when I'm talking about mining, I'm not talking about like digging caves. They like take this machine that's kind of like an earthquake crake machine and they agitate the earth and uh, allow the the rock to naturally make itself into sheets when it's breaking apart and they take those sheets away so when they get to yeah
1: how do you know so much about this
4: (laughs) i lived there i just found it interesting
0: (laughs) you're just a natural historian for these rocks
1: (laughs) i love this so much
4: (laughs) man so i i guess when they got to the the okay i'm really glad to hear i was i was worried i was like most of this story i'm gonna tell is about like the area and less about the flying saucer even though it was a very striking moment you know yeah.
0: well it adds so much to the story too because we can start to theorize as to why they were there and what else right was happening in the area yeah
4: yeah who knows was, like i didn't even really have all my neighbors are kind of weird <laughs> like they're, <laughs> they, they're difficult they're to talk aliens. to Maybe they are. Yeah, they're like, oh, "Oh, these are the new people that were going to disturb them by looking at their backyard.
1: Are you watching The Watcher? Is anyone else watching The Watcher? Because this is like reminding me of The Watcher now where all of the neighbors are somehow kind of involved. It's creepy and cult-like. And so I'm just imagining you live amongst aliens and they're trying to get you to become an alien.
4: I moved (laughs) and I'm glad I moved. And if I was being watched, I prefer to not be.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It was the
0: of like the I can't remember the Truman show, the Jim Jim Carrey one too, where it's like yeah. if everyone else was around you, if if they were all aliens and right. happened to see some of them returning home and getting into their skin suit.
1: Right.
4: <laughs>
1: hey, you know what? Sometimes I get home or it's the other day and I'm like, I don't wanna be in this skin suit anymore. <laughs> you know? I get that's it that's because you're an alien so, example, we all know
4: it. am I still surrounded by aliens is that what you're telling yeah, I me I think that's what Potential we're realizing
1: <laughs> Davey and I just texted on the side and we think we are going to pitch to you two girls Davy and a ghost Yeah. oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's our new show it's a spin off we need to absorb your
0: energy all the time it's so great yeah
4: well i love you guys and i feel like you're much more courageous than me to to be putting yourself in the situation of hearing all these stories i'm shaking my boots over here sometimes. (laughs) well
1: thank you for joining us and thank you for sharing this story with us and your amazing christmas photo with us because
4: (laughs) no problem and his name's rico by the way i'll make this short Rico is short for Puerto Rico because I'm half Scottish and I'm half Puerto Rican. Oh. I like to call myself Scotterican. He's a Scottish breed dog. He's named Rico for Puerto Rico so he can be Scotterican too.
3: Oh my God, Davey, we love <laughs> <Scott-a-Rican>. you.
0: <laughs> That's such a twin thing for you to do, Davey, is to make your dog also partially
1: your twin.
4: Yeah, so I'm a triplet now, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent
1: so cute oh, Davey, love thank it thank you so thank much you, for Davey. joining us this was delightful
4: no problem i love being in here and i love hearing you guys talk to other people
1: have a wonderful night you too bye i just feel so like i feel like davy i wonder if davy gets this a lot like davy just has this energy that lifts other people up
0: well davy actually reminds me a lot of my brother christian because you can tell that he's smiling when he's talking. Yes. And aw. my brother, like, cannot talk without smiling. That's so sweet. Yeah. My mom always says, and then it it's makes so everyone twinkling. else smile.
1: Yeah. It's so, yeah. It's a Look contagious happiness, which I love.
0: Everyone's energized again after I, apparently, you're not supposed to whisper at night. Maria said that in the chat. So I'm sorry to everybody who might have to come their spaces. I did not know. But apparently, know if you do that, spirits don't necessarily know that you're how it's happening or or what's happening. But Maria said, don't do that. They will come for you.
1: Interesting. Well, I can't whistle. So that's at least a bonus for me. The Mm -hmm. only good thing about not whistling. I used to be able to whistle, but now I can't. I don't know. What happened? It's a a glitch in the matrix. (laughs) Glitch in the matrix. Wait, I had a glitch in the matrix. It's going
0: to sound so stupid. And part of me was like, did I make this up? But I know I didn't. But it, it's a silly, quick little one. So yesterday, I was taking off my nightgown <laughs> to put into the wash. And it's a nightgown that has, it's striped, and it has buttons all the way down. I call it my Ghosts of Christmas Past nightgown.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: I, as I was unbuttoning the entire thing to put into the wash, I was thinking to myself, like, God, this is going to be such a bitch to rebutton. I don't know why I'm unbuttoning the whole thing. But I did. I unbuttoned the entire thing, immediately stuck it in the wash. And when I took it out of the dryer, it was fully buttoned up. So I don't know we how much dryer lovely. did that. Or if I was just being looked out for from the other side because they were like, God, we can't, we can't let this like one more thing get to current. Our she's going to fall into a puddle on the <laughs> Go floor. Go over the so. edge. Yeah. They were protecting me, I think. Some weird little glitch. My nightgown was buttoned. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> so
1: stupid. It's so helpful. I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's such a small thing that you were concerned about and the that your spirits, your guardians, your guides, whatever, whoever it was, were like, let's just help Corinne out. And I know a
0: little way. It was nice.
1: But Wait, I
0: have to read this from the chat. Okay. Sus-
1: Susie just said,
0: where I come from, Greenland, if we whistle under the northern lights, the northern lights will cut our heads off and use it as a ball because northern lights means our ancestor our ancestors are playing soccer. Oh.
4: What?
0: What a like, aggressive way to
1: make sure nobody whistles at night. Susie, you need to share more beliefs from Greenland because it I know, sounds fascinating. Incredible. Oh, I want to see
0: the Northern Lights so badly.
1: I know. Me too. But There's then apparently a place is in you're in Pennsylvania? Amazed. Oh, wait, what? There's a place apparently in Pennsylvania. I don't know specifically where it is, but... You can see them there. Okay.
0: Well, we're also in Minnesota too. I'm sure like the tippy top of Maine. Yeah. We could, we could view some there. My oh, dad to saw them growing up in like rural New Hampshire. So
1: yeah. We're close I go to seeing them. One day. I want to do like a Alaskan cruise. I did what that. if we did a, a, a live TGOG show on an Alaskan cruise? Okay. Well, here's the thing. That would be amazing,
0: number one. But number two, we wouldn't be able to see the Northern Lights. But if we went in the dead of summer to Alaska, that is when you would be able to get me to agree to a 24-hour long (gasps) TGOG campfire. We have to do it because the sun is up except for like,
1: I don't know, 90 minutes. So I would actually be able to stay awake because the sun would be No, Corinne, the the best part about a 24-hour ghost story, Lollapalooza is what I'm calling it, or Hootenanny, whatever word you want to use, is the delusion that comes with it. We have to be in like a spooky place. We can wear comfy sweats the whole time. We can wear TGOG, our ghost little matching set that we have, and just just
3: get loopy. Get Get loopy loopy with us. Get loopy.
1: (laughs) Okay, I... Did tell Erica H that they would be up next. So Erica, let's um bring is this, this a Joshua episode tree
0: to an end. Erica, what's the tree in your, in your profile? It
5: is a Joshua tree.
0: <gasps> Way to go, oh, Corinne. Oh, yeah. I was just telling Sabrina the other day. It took until last year for me to realize... Joshua tree was actually just the name of a tree. I thought it was one place that people went to go see one single tree, and I was very confused as to why everyone was going to this one tree, but <laughs> I used to think
5: that too. you're not alone, okay, yeah, yeah, they're oh. great. um well, thank you for choosing me. um I don't get that. to listen live very often, so like one of the very few times you actually chose me, yay, Ooh. um big fan listening for a long time um you guys are bringing Halloween all year long. So yeah,
1: um, thank
5: you. Um, okay. Quick story. Um, I have like a couple of stories, but the one I kind of wanted to tell you was um, from a while ago, I grew up in um, uh, Sonora, California, which is like a mining town and they have some like historical, you know, state parks where you can walk around on, you know take a ride in a stagecoach and pan for gold and stuff like that um and uh, they have an old theater In this is in columbia california it's called the fallon house theater um you know it's in like you know books of hauntings in california Ooh. and it's you know you can look it up and i'm looking it up it's right all about the ghosts now the fallon house theater and um uh, so I, I was in high school, I was probably like 16 or 17. And uh, my friend who kind of grew up in the theater out there, she was working on a show at um, at the Fallon house and she worked in a, I don't remember exactly like what show it was or what her position was, but her position allowed her to have keys to the place. <laughs> mm. So we decided for her birthday that we would spend the night we'd sneak in and stay the night (laughs) and um so my boyfriend at the time we went and saw the show that she was working on whatever it was I don't remember and then um the show got out we met up with my friend and uh we had to wait a while so everybody could shut down the building and you know leave for the evening Mm -hmm. so um we decided to get in my boyfriend's car And we kind of drove around the old town, you know, just kind of doing loops and passing time. And we made our way up to, so, yeah. Okay, sorry.
0: (laughs) So I'm nervous. You don't (laughs) sound nervous at all. This is great. (laughs)
1: well this is the
5: whole thing this is kind of a story that's full of like coincidences you know not you know you could explain it away really easy but it was like a lot of weird things happening all all at the same time yeah okay so we made our way up to the cemetery and this is like an old like standard spooky cemetery like 1800s headstones that you can't read anymore Mm -hmm. um but it's still like an active cemetery um So, but it's uh, how it's laid out. You kind of drive up this single lane road, you go into the iron gates and you can kind of do a loop around the cemetery and then leave through the same way you came in. So there's one entrance, one exit. Um, And so it's dark at this time. It's, you know, we're all just kind of like just passing time. Um, So we go up to the cemetery and we go to do the loop. And as soon as we cross that, cross the threshold into crossing the gate um, it starts like dumping down rain like sheets of like we couldn't even see through the windshield it was raining so so hard but yeah it was really spooky and so we're like slowly creeping around doing the loop around the cemetery and then as soon as we leave we cross that threshold again it
1: stops (laughs) it like totally stops raining and we're like oh that was really weird. Just like a random cloud of intense rain. (laughs)
5: Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, oh, that was weird. Um, Okay. So like, we just keep going, keep going. And, you know, an hour or two passes and we go back down to the theater and uh, my, my boyfriend whose car we were in driving this whole time turns off the car. We get, you know, our overnight bags out. We open the door, we go back in, you know, we get all set up for the evening and then we're saying goodbye and his uh his car doesn't start like his battery died after we'd been driving for an hour what (laughs) and like and then me and my friends start kind of freaking out because okay now we have to call for help because he can't go anywhere we're at a place that we shouldn't be at in the first place (laughs) you know so like we have to do it so we call his dad his dad comes and jumps the car and we're just he's like so what are you guys doing and we're like oh we're waiting for our ride we were just helping him and oh, we're not staying the night in a, in a locked theater um and so he leaves he goes on his way that's the second weird thing that happened and so we get into the theater and it, it you know if you've been into like an old 1800s type building you know it's kind of creepy it has like an old you know smell to it the the floor is like really creaky and mm-hmm. you know it's yes. just a creepy environment and then on top of it we're you know we're not supposed to be there it's like you know big secret and it's so we get we get all set up and we kind of walk around the theater and and there's a show going on at the time so everything's kind of set up to you know for tomorrow's show and so we don't really like mess around in the auditorium or anything like that we mostly spend our time downstairs in the green room uh, which is you know where they have couches and stuff that's where we were going to sleep and Mm -hmm. um, the costume room where they have all of the clothes you know the costumes yeah um, it's it's pretty much like the very back of this bottom story and which is underneath the stage and it's packed full of clothes like just rows and rows and rows of clothes and you can't walk through without being in the middle of all of these like petticoats and tutus and (laughs) and like clown wigs and which would scare
0: me because I'd be like who is hiding within these racks of clothes right
5: yeah and I I was it's already spooky but like we're getting comfortable and we go into the costume room thinking oh let's find something for you know, like prom or home, whatever was coming up. We're like, yeah, let's find something cool to wear. And uh, so we're just shopping, you know, we're like going through, we're trying stuff on. And then as we're in there, we're underneath the stage and then we can hear like people talking and like walking around upstairs, like men talking and then like lifting up boxes and putting them down and like moving stuff. It sounds like people came in to move, you know, move house, and we're like, what? Who? And it's, it's probably like after midnight at this point, you know, Mm -hmm. and we're like, what is going on here? And she's not the only one with the keys, obviously, you know, other people do. So now we're like, just standing there listening. And then we hear like the piano play a little bit. And it's mostly it just sounds like people are upstairs. And so we get really like, oh, my gosh, we're about to get caught. (laughs) And so we start to like kind of freaking out. And then um, you know, we, we turn off all the lights and we close the doors and stuff and we just get really quiet and then it just kind of fades away. And so we go back upstairs and we look around and nothing is different. Nothing has changed. You know, everything is just how it should be. So that was like really weird. We looked at each other. We're like, we just heard ghosts. Like, yeah. And wow. it sounded like real people. But, you know, that alone is freaky on its own. But then when you say, oh, what happened in the cemetery? Um and then his battery died and
1: you know it's just a couple of things all in a row that just yeah really makes sense like it easily and... could have been a horror movie like all of these things in like pattern with the like following one another yeah and I yeah. mean it doesn't sound like a negative experience once you got to the theater I mean it's definitely terrifying a little spooky but to know that like you were not alone and there are spirits there but it kind of sounds like it's just a haunted theater yeah. Yeah, it, it you know nothing like followed me home or anything
5: like right. that. But we at yeah, the time yeah. we were like, oh my gosh, we're about to get caught. She's gonna lose her job. She's never gonna yeah. be able to work here again. And we just got like kind of freaked out. And <laughs> uh, and then we we didn't get much sleep that night. Oh, that <laughs> we were so really freaked out that someone was gonna walk in on us or something. But um, yeah, that yeah. was just a fun story. But that whole town, you know, that whole area is covered in ghosts and hauntings and but that was just it's so fun i love
1: that i i want to have a friend who has the keys to a haunted theater now just so that we can maybe not stay the night because that feels a little scary but just to explore at night sounds so Mm -hmm. fun yeah yeah well um i i
5: live in the in the bay area now and uh, my husband's birthday is just a couple of days before halloween Uh, so every year we Yay. Every year we try to do something spooky on his birthday, you know? So this year we are, last year we did the Winchester Mystery House. That was fun. And this year we're going to the USS Hornet Museum,
0: which is
5: out in Alameda and it's like a World War II aircraft carrier. And we've done it a couple of times before and we've had some, some interesting experiences. So Uh, We, we just wanted to go back.
1: (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. Well, you'll have to let us know if anything happens. Oh
5: yeah. Yeah. I've emailed you guys, I think once before, but I could, I could email again. Um, yeah. I wish I had some like spooky scary stories. Those are my favorites. <laughs> I love getting <laughs> like, the darker, the scarier, ooh, the aliens. The and whole big, month of October, cryptids, basically. Okay. Yeah.
0: I would argue yeah. something making the battery die in the car and trying to keep you yeah, out true. on the street.
5: It's probably one of the most horrifying things I've <laughs> ever heard.
0: That is yeah, so scary.
5: Yeah, and then there's just something like um like internal that happens when you're like I'm stranded I'm trapped I can't go
1: anywhere and <laughs> it's absolutely. like absolutely yeah you're very unsettling like all your instincts are like what is wrong why is this yeah happening? yeah
4: yeah well, well thank, you for... thank
1: you for so much yay thanks for sharing with us we're so glad yeah. you can join us tonight and and that you could come up when you were able to join the live. Yay. Yeah. Thank you very
5: much. I'm going to be listening a little bit more often now. And, uh, you know, in, in my spare, in my downtime, you guys are always in my ears, like doing Aww, dishes I, and doing you. laundry and <laughs> stuff like that. So we keep up that. the good work.
0: Thank you. Have a thank great night.
1: Erica. Thank you.
5: Thank you.
0: Oh,
1: I haven't I love stopped you smiling all. this entire time. My I cheeks know. are Oh, I love this. Full transparency. I was having a hard day today. And so this really just brought me my levels up real, real nice. Great. Seeking so yeah, that I dopamine that. drip. And this is helping. You know where else you get dopamine, Sabrina,
0: is when you're with me <gasps> in Massachusetts. So I'll never <laughs> stop asking you to move here. <laughs> yeah. Well, like we mentioned at the top of today, today's campfire stories, next week, we will have Claire Goodchild from Black and the Moon on. She'll be talking about all things spiritual her new book coming out and do some tarot card readings for all of yes. us so that will be super exciting so fun and then we will continue the week after that with additional ghost stories we will we appreciate you and we will see you, see you on the other, other side. side
2: bye, bye.
1: Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live on Spotify every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. And if you want to join the conversation or
0: share your ghost stories with us, just download the Spotify Live app available in the App Store now and sign up for
1: free. You can even use your Spotify login. Easy. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all the ghostly and spooky encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night and unable to sleep, hence the campfire. So download Spotify live
0: for free today and follow Campfire Stories to get notified every time we light the fire. We cannot wait to hear your ghost stories.